Welcome to the Society for Education and Training podcast. SET is the membership body dedicated to professionals across further education, vocational teaching and training. We are part of the Education and Training Foundation, which campaigns to raise the status of your profession, champion the quality of professionals in the sector and provide access to the best teaching and training tools, research and expert views. My name's Ellie DeBenny and I'm a civil engineering lecturer at Stevenson College and I work part-time as an architectural designer. I went to a, a careers fair a couple of months ago and I, I talked to a lot of young girls who were just thinking about what they were going to do. They were sort of about the age of 14, 15 and most of them came back saying they'd like to do hair and beauty. So I asked some of them why and they, they couldn't answer me. They, it took them a long time to come up with, an, with a, a reason why they wanted to do that. And in the end, it was things like, I like makeup. I sort of talked to them about the different transferable skills they can get in engineering. Have they thought about designing, you know, great spaces, even something like interior design, uh, architecture, any kind of engineering really where it's, it's, it's art as well as function. And a couple of girls did step forward they seemed very nervous to do that. They, their, their body language, they were hiding with these other girls, but eventually they did step forward. And, you know, one girl said, actually, I have thought about it uh, because my dad's an engineer. And I had a lovely conversation with it. But I think sometimes we just take things off face value and we don't explore why, why does a young person want to go into the career they want to go in? How do we get them to think? How do we get them to broaden the horizons? It's very, very difficult to try to encourage certain people. By the time the classes get to FE, they've already made their mind up that it's very little we can do at that point. You know, I might have one or two girls in a class, and that's pretty much it. We need to look before FE to get more girls coming through. So we need to look at schools and, and social media as well. First of all, I'd like to bust these myths. Most jobs in engineering are not dirty. There is maths everywhere in life. Life is maths. But there are a lot of different types of maths. Just because you might not enjoy one type of maths doesn't mean you're not going to enjoy another type. Saying that, engineering is not all about maths. And finally, once you are qualified, there are part-time jobs available as well as options to work from home. And in comparison to other jobs, stereotypical roles for women, the money is very good. It is true that girls do require different teaching styles and STEM subjects naturally correspond with boys' teaching styles. So girls may find it more challenging. However, research has shown that if girls come away with A-levels, like an A or a B, they still feel like they're not good enough, whereas a boy could come away with a C and he'd be really chuffed and proud of himself. So it all comes down to this efficacy and this ability to overcome a, a negative mindset and to, and to keep going, keep pushing yourself. As FE teachers in STEM, if we want to make a difference, it's important that we get involved in things like careers events, giving talks about STEM industries at school so that we can uh, uh, raise awareness, but also to encourage ambassadors, male and female, in our classes that can go out and act as role models to encourage other younger people coming through. And somehow, we also have got to get the parents involved. 
as teachers, it's our responsibility to encourage our learners, whatever the gender, the age, the ability, and we need to help them to find their talent and to be brave enough to invest their talent and not feel like they have to bury it in the ground. Our culture is so deeply ingrained in us that a lot of the decisions we make are quite often subconscious. Behaviours that we see in our informative years, they do have an impact on how we feel about ourselves. I don't know how much is nature and how much is nurture when it comes to things like self-efficacy. But I do know that when we see people that we look up to anxious about things like, I can't do maths, I'm not very good at this, I'm not very good at that, it does rub off on us as young people. And then as we, as we grow and mature, we may have a tendency to avoid these areas completely. I try to set the lead by example with the girls in the class. I try not to focus too much attention on any one student at any one time and treat everybody equally and help them to push themselves, whatever level they're on, to, 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 to stretch themselves even further. I do use a sense of humour when, when talking and I, and I do, I, I feel that it is a common thing for all women in engineering to feel like we have to be high achievers and we have to be the best that we can be. And I see that in, in my classes. The girls are always the highest achievers. They always get the highest grades and they always work that extra, that extra bit harder. And I don't know whether that's a bad thing. I'm kind of sitting on the fence, really. I feel like it's bad in a way that we, we feel like we have to prove ourselves and we have to be better. But then I think it's a good thing to see people pushing themselves and doing the best that they can do. For more information and advice, blogs and articles, please visit the SET website at www.set.et-foundation.co.uk. You can also visit the Education and Training Foundation website at www.et-foundation.co.uk.